Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of She Likes It Hard. My name is Chastity. I am Alyssa. And we're here to give you a good time. So let us know how you're feeling today. And honestly, if you're feeling bad, wrap it up. Literally. <laughs> Hopefully we'll make you feel better. Yeah, you know, I like to show people a good time. <laughs> <laughs> it was so like seductive. I like to show people a good time. A good time. Mm, let's have a little fun. A little bit. How you been feeling, Chastity? I've been good. I told y'all last episode that I'm off. I'm back on social media. Oh, and yeah. It is lit. I mean, mm, TikTok is kind of boring now. I think the algorithm like doesn't know me anymore, so it's like, <laughs> okay. but um, it's kind of interesting to like see what's happening again because I felt like I was restricted on news a little bit because obviously I wasn't watching the news mm-hmm. because I don't, I don't really sit down to watch the news, yeah. and then like I wasn't. I'm not reading the news. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> and so I wasn't reading the news either. And it was just, I was in abyss of nothingness. But I had a good time. My best friend came from Germany. I went to go see her. I was going to ask you, did she, was she visiting or did she move back? No, she was just visiting. Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I, in which I already knew she was coming. So, hey. Um, and then I went to go see her and some of my friends. It was so crazy because like we had like a little small high school reunion when I was there. Aww. Because it was just like people who I hadn't seen in a long time were there. And I was like, huh, guess I could skip on the reunion because <laughs> they're trying to go on a cruise. And I'm not trying to go on a damn For a class cruise. reunion? Exactly. I'm like, maybe if we were like 30 years from now, possibly, but like 10. Uh-uh. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Okay. So would you say your hiatus was successful or no? I think it was a good break, but I don't, <laughs> I think it was a good break. I won't, I don't know if it was successful because when I got out of it, mm-hmm. like immediately shit was happening. Okay. <laughs> I was like, damn, like y'all miss me. Huh? Hi. Um, <laughs> but no, so I don't, It. Was, I think it was cool. It served its perfect purpose. Okay, I like that. Yeah. I can I can get with that. Let's get jiggy. I'm annoyed at because I can only hear you. Like I don't get why that does that just randomly sometimes. Oh yeah, like the last time I was hearing you, only you, and I was like, like chastity, you're my loud. You're loud. Do you want to go get him? No. As I play with this mic, because <laughs> I'm pretty sure I don't think it's that serious. Damn, should I put on my fuck? Why is this being childish? <laughs> Um, I taste just like candy. Is that the worst song? Eh, 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 yeah. Oh wow. I was like, what the fuck is she singing? I've never and really listened like, to the song. I think she's singing candy. <laughs> I never really listened to the song, so I don't know what the I words were. I taste just like candy. <laughs> so, uh, 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 candy. Okay. I used to say, obviously, I was never gonna be a stripper, but <laughs> I used to be like, yeah, if I was a stripper, that would definitely be it. Like is Candy it, would be your name? Yes. Is it original? No, but I want to come out to that song. I feel um, like it would be fire. <laughs> mine, I always thought would be something like delicate, like misty or like, I don't know. Something just really <laughs> delicate and soft. <laughs> delicate and soft. Misty. Yeah. Like okay. mist, like a mist. It's soft. Okay, I don't know. Okay. Okay. Um, so hard ask time, y'all. It says, Chastity and Alyssa, you could have said hi, first of all. Hey. Um, gosh. But, um, so it says, Chastity and Alyssa, my boyfriend asked for space out of nowhere. Everything's been going good, and he even said it 
was when he asked for space, but he feels like we're moving too fast and wants space. Should I be worried? <laughs> Should you be worried? Like <laughs> <laughs> we both kind of just want to avoid this question. Um, I feel like if everything's been good and he wants space, he may not like you. Whoa. But he also may be confused. Okay. So, first and foremost, give him the space. Let him take his little space. But you, don't you dare slow down your life while he is on his space train, whatever you want to call it. Space um, train. Yeah, or spaceship. Welcome to the <laughs> space town. <laughs> um... Yeah, don't you dare slow down life while, while he does that. But let him take his little space. Because, honestly, maybe he's not the one that needs space. Maybe it's you that needs space to get some clarity onto... Because you might think everything's good. And even though he said things are good, something may not be good. And it might open your eyes if you let him take space. Because, actually, you learned something on it. That you sound like you're overthinking her, fake. I am. <laughs> so... <laughs> it might be not be good, but... Should you be worried... I would say no if he said there's no. I want to say yes, though. I don't know. Would you be worried if someone asked for space, but like everything's supposed to be fine? Like, it just seems weird. And it's like, how long have y'all been together type of thing, too? That's what I would like to know. If this is new and he's asking for space, I guess it depends don't be on worried. like if they're going through something personally. Mm, that's true. Um,. If there's been like a lot of drastic changes happening around them, mm-hmm. that could cause people. Sorry, to- side note: Do your stomach ever just be itchy? Like no. just your stomach? My stomach just be itching randomly sometimes, y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> Continue. Um, <laughs> anyways, um, if you feel like they're going through something, if like life changes have happened, mm-hmm. if you guys have been together for a good amount of time, if you guys got together when you guys were young. There's just a lot that somebody could possibly need space for. So I don't know if you should like automatically worry, but like sometimes I just think you just need to like, sometimes people need to step outside of themselves, which is kind of why I went on my hiatus. Mm-hmm. So I can step outside of myself. Mm-hmm. So sometimes people just need to step outside of themselves so they can think for only them. Because being in a relationship is demanding. I don't know if that's a good word, but I'm going to say demanding. I mean, it is. Um, that, I mean, it is what it is. It is demanding. Um, but being in a relationship is demanding. So, like, I feel like it causes you to think about another person, especially if you, like, you really like them. You start to think a little bit more about them than mm. you. So, sometimes people need to, like, remove themselves from, like, their thing so they can think. Yeah. Yeah. So, eh. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Thank you for the sound effects. Yeah, I, don't, I, I don't know. You know him more than me. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Or you know them. I don't know who you're with. That's true. I mean, I don't know. She just said boyfriend. Or he said boyfriend. Somebody said boyfriend, so I guess it is he. But um, yeah, I don't know. I would I would not necessarily say off rip be worried so much to where it's like you feel like he never coming back, but while he's taking, let him take a space. And while he's taking a space, you need to probably reflect on y'all too. Cause maybe stuff's just not sweet as you think. <laughs> yeah. But thanks for a question. Thank you. Chastity, what are we talking about? 
sorry. She's like, like texting. Mm, I don't know. Um, today we are going to be talking about the Who art are you of- texting? You are spending time with me. I'm texting because I'm going to be in New York next week and she's buying me snacks. You're going to New York next week? Yeah. Girl, you don't sit down. Hey, what's new? Okay. I'm back on track. So anyways, as Alyssa cut me off three times, today we are talking about the art of active listening. On the nose it is. So we're going to talk about basically the importance of effective communication and the role that is active listening. Obviously, we talk about communication a lot on this podcast. We and do. And active listening is a part of communication. Um, so I am going to list off some key elements of active listening. So I know when people like hear listening they're like um i hear you like duh but that's not really what like active listening is so Mm -hmm. active listening is making sure you're paying attention so you're giving whoever is speaking your undivided attention um and you're acknowledging their message some things that you can do to like oh which is the next thing show you're listening is using your body language so like a head nod or hmm or a yes or like just introduce if you haven't noticed i keep trying to i'm like trying to figure out why i am just so (laughs) whatever but like i keep i keep uh turning (laughs) my body because this whole time well when chastity initially started talking and we opened up the episode i felt like i was so like (laughs) turned against her and i'm like i feel like i'm not it looks like i'm not listening or like i'm annoyed with her far away i know i kind of like it like that sometimes though i don't know it just feels i'm sorry (laughs) But, like, I can only get things to stretch so far, so I'm just, like, and I, like, I feel like I couldn't turn towards you the way that the pillows were, so I had to sink more. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm I'm, I, so I, as I was just mouthing while she was talking, I'm probably going to interrupt her or take us off track another five times in this episode. Mm-hmm. Anyways, showing that you're <laughs> listening, so using your own body language and gestures to convey you're paying attention, nodding occasionally, smiling, facial expressions, la la la. Um, three providing <laughs> feedback so uh without like you know being rude but like oh what i'm hearing is sounds like you're saying da 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 so like mm-hmm. kind of feeding back what they're saying to you so if Alyssa was like yeah i've been going out and da 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 it's like sounds like you've been going out often from what you're telling me da 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 anyways um for defer from judgment um <laughs> I know it's like hard sometimes when people are talking because obviously you have initial reactions and like your body language and things like that. Trying to defer from judgment and to respond appropriately. Sometimes people will talk, 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 and then you're like, oh yeah, I think the sky is blue too, and they're not even talking about that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, those are some things. I feel like just trying. Well, that's one of the hardest things for me is trying not to respond like facial wise. <laughs> And you can probably always know when I think something's weird or I want to laugh because it's just like, it's crazy because I usually will start to pucker my lips because I'm trying not to move like my, like I'll like, "Mm," because I'm trying to like stiffen my face so that I don't react to what was just said. Uh, Yeah, that's one of the hard, hard ones for me. It is. It is. So yeah, those are just some of the like defining characteristics of what active listening is. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to talk a little bit about like, some benefits of active listening because i think sometimes i'm pretty good at it okay um and i feel like you know one of the best benefits of being an active listener is is if you listen to people they tell you exactly what you want to know okay so that can work in business 
<laughs> well, your professional life and your personal life, because sometimes it's like, oh, I'm so confused. I don't know what's going on. And if you mm-hmm. just listen to somebody instead of like interjecting, you can find out a lot. I know so many things just because I just shut up sometimes. And mm-hmm. so if you ever needed a valid reason to just sit down and be quiet sometimes, that is it. Yeah, people that just is true. talk and tell you everything you need to know. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, like, if somebody's digging themselves into a hole, yeah. if you stay quiet, they're going to they keep digging keep and keep digging. And it's like, <laughs> wow, why am, I, why am I friends with you? Yeah. Why do I talk to you? Like, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, that's so true. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, if you've needed a manipulative way to use active listening, Die. there it is. Not I'm teaching y'all to gaslight. I love it. That's not gaslighting. Is it? Okay. <laughs> Isn't gaslighting just another word for manipulation? No. Gaslighting is basically like you saying, oh, yeah, I told, oh, let's go make plans for dinner at eight. And then I come out and you're like, and I'm like, you never told me you had plans for dinner at eight. Mm. You never said that. And I'm convincing you to think that you've never oh, said that. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay. Boom. Got it. Anyways. Um, but yeah, if you needed any reason to be a good listener that is it also being a good listener like in a professional sense outside of like you know getting information it's just <laughs> like well being sneaky sneakily getting information i guess it's not really sneakily if people are just talking but like outside of that it just causes you to kind of learn more and know like different positions and different perspectives and things like that because like when you're not inter- interjecting yourself into the conversation um you tend to like kind of hear what everybody else is saying kind of develop a better understanding about it so i think that's a good way to use it as well a lot of times like at work i feel like people think i'm just so quiet but i am really just listening and i'm one of those people that i have to digest what somebody says and then i'll come back with like answers or solutions yada yada not just in work but just in life um and like people just always think I'm just like being rude or not listening. And even my sister, like, she'll <laughs> she'll be like, You're not gonna say nothing? And it's like, I really was just trying to digest what you just said so that I could productively <laughs> respond. I love when she does I, not that I love when she does that, but she really just be like, So you're not gonna say nothing? Um, like Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we, we go, we go. Yeah. But yeah, people like at work, I'm always just really quiet in meetings. And it's like, I'm really just listening before I give you a solution on what we should do. I'll get back to you tomorrow. But I feel like I'm quiet at work too. But I'm just like, (laughs) but I think I'm quiet at work too, because it's just like, I feel like the culture at my current company is very like, everybody kind of wants to say anything. It's very ideal driven. And I kind of like to hear the ideas first Mm -hmm. to see like, to me, what makes the most sense. Yeah. Like everybody can have ideas and they can all be good ideas, but it just not, might not be the right idea for the situation. Right. And so, and you want to hear all of them before you back one of them. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I like to just be like, "Mm, mm, mm." (laughs) (laughs) you need sound effects. So let's talk about overcoming common barriers to, active listening so what are some things that you struggle with when you active listen Alyssa? Well, when i actually trying listen? to active listen not thinking about myself not thinking about yourself <laughs> i swear to y'all oh, like and i'll okay so i'll give times of me not thinking about myself or me thinking about a response so a lot of times even when we're filming but when i'm getting an argument not well yeah debates with people um when me and chastity are filming a lot of times when the person's talking, I'm so focused on what my response is that I am not listening to what <laughs> she, like she or anybody is saying. Um, and then not thinking about myself, I have a really hard time 
not thinking about something that I have going on later if a conversation is boring me. Or, like, <laughs> if, if a conversation is boring me, instead of me, like, trying to active listen and, like, yeah, I'm like, oh, I, like, saying those, those words of, so what you're saying is blah, 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 to keep me engaged, I'm thinking about, like, <laughs> Dad, I wonder if I should make this for dinner tonight. I am weak. Or if, like, I'm on FaceTime, ugh, that's so bad. I, this sounds so vain. But <laughs> on FaceTime, if I feel like I look good or I feel like something's off about how I look, I will be staring at myself the whole time that I'm not focused at all on what the person's saying. <laughs> so, like, a lot of times, yeah, it's it, I suffer with um, or struggle with not being self-centered when I'm trying to actively listen. <laughs> I struggle with not thinking about me. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> it's literally, literally my problem. Oh, literally me. my problem. Oh, I think I play it off pretty well, though. <laughs> like, because I feel like you have those general responses. To, like, as long as I know what the <laughs> beginning is. <laughs> I feel like as, as long as the beginning and last <laughs> we got it. As long as I know what the conversation started off about, which I usually do, because initially I'm engaged, then I could, like, give a general response to, like... Yo, that's so crazy. That is so crazy. And it would literally, like, they'd be like, right? And then they keep talking, and that's when I, like, when I realize I have to respond, then I start listening again. So then I start hearing what they say, so. Have you think about I me? Mean, that's a common distraction. Uh, a common barrier are distractions, biases, and preconceptions. Um, and I think that, like, I'll, like, although I gave myself the accolade of being an active listener, I'm still, like, um i'm still like half head and half um but and i think it's because it's like sometimes like some somebody's story for me is so exciting that i'm like wow and then i'm like starting to like go off on a tear in my own mind Mm -hmm. yeah Um, go off on a tear in my own mind of like that one thing that they said but they're probably continuing on in the story and i'm like wow why why are their rafting sounds so crazy and they could Mm -hmm. be telling me like (laughs) that they're like i don't know that they lost something while doing it i'm like wow Oh, I should really go do that. Like, mm-hmm. da, da, da. <laughs> and so I just, I think it's funny, but yeah. So and I feel like I lose my train of thought a lot. So like when I'm talking to somebody and they say something that's like, I need to check you on that or I need to respond to that specific thing, but they, st- but I don't want to interrupt them. I keep reminding myself of what they just said so that I remember my response. And it's like, I missed the rest of the entire conversation. I'm weak. Like, and it might've been what I just, what I want to say, but it's like, because I'm, I lose my train of thought and I know I lose my train of thought a lot. I'm like, let me, let me remember what I got to say. Remember what I got to say. Remember what I got to say. So yeah. Yeah. Not so bad. So bad. <laughs> um, I feel like, so obviously I think some of the challenges in like not actively listening is sometimes you miss a lot of like key things that are going okay. on or like sometimes you miss important information or mm-hmm. like just something like that in general. I think a important place outside of work that um, active listening comes into place is when you're dating people early on. Yes. Um, and I think it's like important because it's like, you're getting to know somebody and like obviously you can ask people questions but at the end of the day it's like you're learning and you're understanding this person mm-hmm. so like as the conversation goes on they're going to tell you more about them so it's like you don't have to like have these q a's lined up because yep. they're going to eventually tell you they're going to start talking about their family so then you can be like oh they're family oriented mm-hmm. or they're going to start talking about their job and you can see if they're like motivated to go in that career or if yep. they want to change a direction and i feel like <clears throat> 
excuse me i feel like like that area is like a very like good way to kind of practice active listening when you're meeting somebody new because mm-hmm. it's like though those moments of active listening really can play a huge part in your relationship because it's like you're knowing these things and you're understanding them you know that they don't like this and you know where to take them next when you want to invite them somewhere Mm -hmm. and like so because i'm like fresh into talking to somebody um (laughs) i try and really focus (laughs) this is when i try and focus on actively listening is when the person's talking about their family because i'm like when i meet your family i want all <laughs> the in, like the all the information that could possibly help me yeah like that can help me so that i don't make myself look a fool in front of your mama or grandma or whatever um so uh, yeah definitely when it's early <laughs> on you definitely want to actively listen because you can learn a lot about a person so absolutely yeah, yeah the parents thing is funny because like especially if like imagine you're not paying attention and then he's telling this person is telling you like oh yeah my parents are like very religious and they Mm -hmm. like show up and like i don't know a low cut top or something that you think it's fine and then it's like (laughs) right or you start blaspheming god or something like you're just talking about something that like they don't agree with and Mm -hmm. now it's awkward yeah yeah Yeah. let's not do that sometimes Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. but anyways so i wanted to give you guys a little bit of practical tips for becoming an active listener. So here are some mindfulness exercises to improve listening skills. Okay, ask open-ended questions. This can help you get more out of what the other person talks about. So obviously like Alyssa talks about how like she's in the conversation, but she's kind of thinking about something else she wants to say, but I feel like that can be redirected and like, oh, like, Tell me more about that part. So da da da. So they can kind of expound upon that. Uh, I'll get lost even more. <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying. So they can kind of expound upon that. So they may answer your question in the midst of it. Uh-huh. Um, taking away devices. So put down your phone, tablet, computer. Dang, I forgot about that. So what's funny is I had a class on communication skills. Oh, same. Human communication was mine. Um, but I don't, it wasn't, they, we had a, basically like a guest speaker and they like really harped on active listening and they talked about like taking away your devices because they were like, a lot of times people are speaking and then you get distracted and you're like, mm-hmm. or like you're in a meeting or like something just pings off and you just like happen to look away and now you've missed like an important part of the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like I hear it all the time in meetings and it kind of grinds my gears <laughs> and people are like, somebody would be like, Oh, so-and-so, what did you think about this? And they're like, you know, I stepped, I was reading da da da. It's like, okay, could you actively be <laughs> in the meeting so we don't have to go over the same 50 words? When thing? people ignore, <laughs> Acknowledge the fact that they were not paying attention. It drives me insane. Like, even if you weren't paying attention, do not outlandishly in a meeting be like, "I'm sorry, I was multitasking, or I was, I was work, I was doing something else while this." If you're in this meeting, you're in it for a reason. <laughs> Pay attention. That grinds my gears. Like, oh my goodness, so I yeah, cannot. Like giving the whatever you're in the full attention is great because Mm -hmm. then you don't have to start over annoy everybody else in the conversation annoy the person who's talking because they're trying a lot of times when people are talking they're trying to give you all the information that you need to be able to have a response for them so it's just like 
oh, I just wasted all my time. And now I'm just going to mm-hmm. sum it up in like two seconds so you can catch right. back up. Right. <laughs> Especially if other people are there. It's like, no, I got to, rep- they got to rehear what I just said. Like, yeah. Right. Especially in meetings. <sighs> I'm telling you, it grinds my gears. And then you're going to make everybody else distracted because they're like, oh, I already heard this. Click mm-hmm. It's just annoying. I can't stand it because yeah. some people are long winded and like, yeah. please. <laughs> um, Anyway, so the third thing was watching body language and listening for their tone. Um, both of these nonverbal communication methods can help you understand more about what they say. So <clears throat> I like to say, like a lot of the, a lot of the times, you How can see I get in here. <laughs> you can see when people like. You can see the way people feel or like are feeling about something by how they're looking. Like I had a conversation recently where I was looking at somebody and they, I noticed that they like basically clammed up and became uncomfortable in the conversation. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, like I noticed that this is making da da. So now you can like kind of assess how you're talking in this situation. Or like if you notice somebody starts to get a little agitated because of their tone or whatever, mm-hmm. you can hear that and it helps you be engaged because it's like oh like where is this irritation coming from where is this happening yeah um four is breathing take a deep breath mindful breath before responding okay (laughs) right anyways picking a better time to talk if you can't focus on the conversation at the moment it may help both of you pick a different time to talk um i think this is one of those things where we touch on boundaries a little bit Mm -hmm. sometimes it's like people are ready to actively like give you a full blown conversation and you're just like not there. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so I think it's one of those moments where you have to kind of step back and be like, Hey, I feel like this conversation is super important and Mm -hmm. I'm just mentally, I'm not, I'm not checked in. I can't even, I can't even engage in this conversation right now. Yeah. Or it's like that person really truly does need to process what was just told to them and go think about it before they respond because it's like okay this is something serious let me actually wrap my head around how i feel about this topic situation before we actually sit down and talk about it exactly (laughs) because i'm one of those people like if you dump too much on me i'm like wait right i don't have anything to say right now right i'm just i'm spinning a wheel in my bed yeah because some people aren't (laughs) self-aware enough to know that if i just start if we keep this conversation going, I just will start saying things that come to my head and it's not actually how I feel. So let me go figure out how I feel about this first before we start talking about this topic and then we can get into it. Exactly. Um, six is being patient. This includes not immediately reacting with your own emotions and allowing them to finish a thought before responding. So sometimes like people will say something like super juicy. Like I'll give like, I don't know, Let's give like toxic relationship. Like your friend is talking to you and they're like, yeah, we went da da da. And then he just threw this thing out the car. And then you're like, but they're not <laughs> done talking. And it's like, oh yeah, he just threw this piece of plastic out the car. And you're like, damn, now I've overreacted. <laughs> <laughs> now I've overreacted to the thing. And it was something small. So like just saving your reactions until they like finish up the point. So it's like, oh. Okay. That's why you scrunch your face. And then as soon as they're done, you can let it go. Like yeah. I'll be like, you're like, okay <laughs> okay so this is how we're gonna like that's literally how i do <laughs> like i scrunch it up i hold it and then when they're done i'm like okay so now that's not okay <laughs> um and then the last 
Yes. Okay. The last thing, the last tip it says is bringing your mind back to the conversation. You may find your mind wandering from time to time while talking with someone. Acknowledge that your mind wanders and bring it back to the present conversation. So like, obviously I tell you guys that I have ADHD. That's one of the struggles is me paying attention. Duh. Mm -hmm. Um, So sometimes I do like drift away in the conversation and then I just kind of bring myself back and I'm like oh we're talking let me come on right back in here and I like you know pick up the details of what's happening and obviously later I can mm-hmm. ask questions be like oh I think I missed this point could you blah 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 yeah and like so as we all know I don't have ADHD but we all think I have ADHD <laughs> but like so something that happens a lot with me and I mentioned how I get I start thinking about myself or thinking about other things yes a lot of times I'm talking to somebody and this is so bad and it's so rude but like I think it lets people know that I am not listening to you at that moment so let me get this out like I will stop somebody in the middle of a conversation and say blurt something out and because my sister got so mad when I just I'm like but I had to tell you before I forgot like we, it wouldn't even be about what we're talking about like we could be talking about hair like how she's annoyed about her hair and it's like oh, we got to go to dinner with grandma tomorrow. And she's like, we're not talking. She gets so mad. She's like, are you? I'm like, no, but I had to get it out before I totally forgot to say something to you. Because it's like, if I don't say it, I'm going to be thinking about it the entire time that she's talking. It's to say it at the end. And I didn't hear a single word that she said. So she gets so annoyed by it, it, but I think she needs to appreciate it so that (laughs) she dies. So I can stay here. Right. So I can stay in the conversation. So that's how I do things. And I think I don't. I don't know if I really have done it with you a lot, but I think I probably once or twice, like Chastity be talking and I just randomly start saying something like that, and then I get back into the conversation because it's literally, it's bad. It's really bad the way my mind be wandering. I'm weak. Same. So, yeah. Same. But, um, so why is mindful listening important? Uh, mindful listening can be important role in your relationships with others. Some of the benefits are being more aware of the other person's feelings, mm-hmm. understanding more about your own feelings and reactions, improving your ability to see things objectively, avoiding reacting in a conflict-based way, being better able to work towards a compromise, and, in, and avoiding conflict in a healthy way. Yeah. Um, all of these things can lead to happier relationships, according to a research in 2016. Um, and y'all know 2016, that was a great year. So I it got to be right. They were researching. Gotta be right. Every time I read something, it's 2016. I'm like, what was going on? But you know what's interesting on this whole 2016 thing? I've been hearing like... Um, like a lot of a lot of things that have been going back and past of like best movies, best this, and they bring up 2016, and this was the year I graduated high school, and it was literally my favorite year. Like I had so much fun that year uh, when I was 18. But I'm just like, wow, 2016 was just a good year for everybody. <laughs> it really was. It was good for ideas and inspiration. And yeah, amazing, amazing indeed. Um. Well, are you still going or can I bring something up? Yeah, you can bring something up. Okay, so I want to talk about, since we're talking about communication, I want um, us to talk about how do you deal with somebody who's not good at communicating? So, um, reason I want to bring this up because I'm experiencing this right now um, and I am having to, I'm having to learn to be patient because I'm like an over communicator because y'all know I'm a really bad overthinker. So if I don't communicate how I feel, then I start overthinking things. Or if you don't communicate to me how you feel, then I start overthinking things. So right now, this person I'm talking to, it's like a huge learning curve and he already knows this, so he won't get offended. I've told him this a lot. Like he's not the best communicator. He knows he's not the best communicator, but like I'm, I'm really having to learn to be patient with like he can't put 
things into he can't put his feelings into words and I have to learn to like not get mad whenever he's not communicating the way that I am or like I have to like slowly I have to assist him in pulling out so not um telling them how they feel or telling them what they should think but like ask them the right questions so that it's they can answer the question and get it out because it's like they may not be able to say how they're feeling in one breath but if you say is it because of this? Then they could say, no, it's this. Like you have to ask the right questions and pull it out of them instead of just trying to get them to just tell me how you feel. <laughs> like be like, was it this? Like, and it's, it's truly a learning curve for me right now. And I'm trying to, I'm not trying to, I am being very patient. Um, and I actually kind of like it cause it's like, it's, it's helping me to stop overthinking so much because when you're dealing with somebody who doesn't know how to communicate the best, um you have to like step out of yourself and be like you can't overthink this they just don't know how to express <laughs> it so it's it's teaching me to stop over communicating but like do you have have you had to deal with people who aren't good at communicating and like how did you like deal with it and what yeah, are some ways people i am deal? the person who's bad at communicating oh okay okay <laughs> which is funny because like I have a podcast right um but i am the person who's bad at communicating in most of my relationships um because I'll say because usually when I feel away, it's because of a lot of other things that have already happened. Okay. So for me to communicate why I'm pissed off is like X, Y, Z through A, B, C. It's like, why didn't you bring that up way back when? Yeah. Okay. And so I'm one of those people. And I found that obviously I feel like I date a very active communicator right now. Jesus, um, <laughs> I date a very active communicator and in being around people who are efficient communicators, you become more efficient in that technique yourself. Okay. I, for me personally, mm -hmm. um, just being around people who know how to talk, who know how to like express their feelings, who aren't afraid to like whatever, like I express myself in ways that aren't in different ways. So like, mm -hmm. I don't have any problem with being like, talking to somebody or like being like oh yeah i'm the, I'm the shit i don't mm -hmm. have a problem with doing yeah. that but to be like super vulnerable those are my issue areas or being okay. like in a place where i feel like i'm having to be like mm, like let's talk like let's mm -hmm. talk this out or da 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 let's be nice and like engage in conflict i think yeah. that's my area and i feel like just being uncomfortable in the uncomfortable has helped me in the communication because like Obviously, learning how to do something new isn't always easy. Mm -hmm. Like thinking about me, my first time learning how to ride a bike, it wasn't easy. But obviously, you get better and better and better the more that you do it. Yeah. And I think that's just the best tip that I can give for people who aren't great at communicators to just keep trying at it. Something else that I do as a bad communicator is although like sometimes I can't react in the moment, I'll take my space and i'll be like okay like can we reserve this conversation for another time because mm -hmm. i can't think right now and then like i'll write it out in my notes of what i want to say and sometimes i'll like pull up my notes as like bullet points to kind of get me going in the place where i want to go mm -hmm. and for those of you who are like frustrated with people who can't <laughs> communicate well um, not even just with communication, but with just anything, there are reasons that people are the way that they are. Like, and I'm not saying this is chastity or my person, but like it, there could have been like, they were not able to, it wasn't safe for them to communicate. Not, it wasn't safe, but they didn't feel comfortable communicating to when they were younger, things like that. Like, so you don't know why they are 
like this so just be patient because there is a reason that they are like this and if you talk to them (laughs) then maybe you'll find out and maybe you can help in those ways so yeah absolutely yeah i just wanted to touch on that real quick yeah um i was gonna wrap it up let me see oh so i just wanted to say like some things that can happen when you use active listening or when you consciously listen to people Mm -hmm. and in doing those things you can improve your relationships with your friends your family your co-workers and others i know me personally i'm not gonna point everybody out i like to harp on like when people are like people at work or coworkers are like telling me about their life or whatever because mm-hmm. it's just like oh my god we just got from the weekend now it's on monday you want me to talk about it mm-hmm. but at the same time i feel like obviously obviously you spend a lot of time there and it's like getting to know these people or like just understanding can mm-hmm. also help you kind of understand the way that people are thinking and are operating and answering like questions when you're working on a big problem yeah you kind of know their mindset a little bit so mm-hmm. you know it's interesting though my mom always told me that because you said they might be working through something so that's my whatever um my mom always told me which i don't know if i agree with but i don't know if i disagree with <laughs> don't let people know what's going on in your life at work so that they can't use it against you um so little things of like oh like i'm fighting with my boyfriend well ooh, let's not give Alyssa this project because she might mess it up because she's <laughs> sad type of thing so i've always just been that person it's like i can't tell people like it's not okay for me to tell people what's going on in my life because they might use it against me i'm weak so but i i feel that but i feel like also i think you have to i think you have to understand have a balance and understand when you need to say something and when you don't that's true like obviously if like something dramatic happens in your life and you really can't <laughs> take yeah, on another without, project yeah it will probably be beneficial to you and everyone else around you to right. be like hey this huge event is happening in my life mm-hmm. i really just could use some help right now but obviously not like your little nitpick things that don't really like yeah yeah because then it's like people start viewing you as those nitpick things yeah. instead of like your big thing that everybody understands and it makes sense yeah so i could see it yeah um another thing that happens when you consciously listen to people is it allows you to understand where others are coming from um it helps you to accept your own emotions and reactions to others it allows you to better connect with others and it helps push you push distractions out of your mind so you can focus on what other people are saying mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so to wrap it up make sure you're freaking actively listening <laughs> i think i did good this episode yeah yeah Turn i think here. i remember what you were saying <laughs> okay recap no don't tell me to do that we're not doing that we're not doing that we, we already went through this i'm not Why doing it recap? i'm if not doing it because it makes it. me scared i don't like being put on the spot <laughs> no, I don't, we're just not doing it i don't want to be on the spot the outline. you can literally just go look and see what we talk my phone's about. charging i can't reach <laughs> it's too much pressure anyways <laughs> so our main points today were just the benefits of active listening in personal and professional relationships and we had some good techniques for active listening like maintaining eye contact paraphrasing and avoiding interruptions um and overcoming common barriers so my hard truth is that communication is hard and being an active listener is even harder my hard truth is you cannot be an active listener if you're being self-centered. So stop thinking about yourself and listen to what they're saying. Period. <laughs> um, 
Um, well, thanks for tuning into another episode, y'all. Um, if you would like to submit a hard ask, you can do so at she likes it hard podcast at gmail.com or DM us on any of our socials at she likes it underscore hard. And while you're at it, please follow us. If you're watching us on YouTube, you please like, comment, and subscribe. And if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please leave a rating and or a review. We love you guys. Happy Tuesday. Have a great rest of your week. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Ciao.